Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different. Different. This is NOCO FM. Hello, everyone. What's going on? I like this beat. This is a boogie get down. (laughs) Welcome to NOCO Live. I'm not on camera, but <laughs> I'm saying welcome. And you're jamming. You're jamming. I'm oh, jamming. what? A char- uh, Chris, are you doing the splits? Whoa. Oh, my God. You're amazing. I know. Holy I'm so shit. Good. A triple backflip? Oh, my God. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> welcome to NoCo.Live. NoCo Live. Oh, my God. I don't know what show we're doing. <laughs> my name is your very confused host, Kev Cat Martinez. He, him, they, them pronouns. Who are you? Hey guys, I'm Stina. I'm oh, the intern. Charles. You're Charles. Oh, I'm Charles today. Yeah, I feel like Charles. we need to give you Charles, a better term than intern. I feel like at some growing point. out my hair. Yeah, you look amazing, yeah, Charles. Thank you. Yeah. Charles, you look hot. <laughs> Charles, you look great. You've been working out. You yeah, just a little out? bit, you know. Ooh, <laughs> lift and do it. Leg day. Never skip leg day. Oh, yeah, of course, because yeah. leg day has everything to do with changing the bones in your face. Precisely. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> and over on the ones and twos, Chris Lanfear, as always. Just the way that I like it. I don't know what that means. I just, it fits with the music vibe. <laughs> Kevcat, where's Charles tonight? Charles is sick as a dog, oh, which day. is to say his dog is also sick. <laughs> <laughs> Did he get it from his dog? I think his dog got it from him, but he and the baby. I learned it from you. <laughs> I learned it from you, mom. Um, yeah, he's got the flu, so the boy's homesick, but he should be in the chat. So hopefully we'll see the boy's words. The sweet, sweet Charles boys. Words. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I brought my A game tonight, guys. I'm on it. What about you, Stina? How are you doing? What brought you to our humble little room? Well, Charles is sick, so yes. <laughs> so here I am <laughs> filling in. You have way better nails. They're super pretty. Oh, good. Yeah, they're super chipped off because uh, yeah, this was before sick. Christmas. I understand. <laughs> and I didn't quite get them finished because my cat decided to just jump right on my face when oh. I was doing the last coat. So I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I hey, fuck it. We rocking this look now. <laughs> yep, exactly. You gotta lean into it. My favorite thing to do is like, I like to imagine being able to have the fucking control to fill in all the cracks with another right? color. Wouldn't that be dope? But no, I'm a failure. It's like a superpower. Seriously. I watch those <laughs> videos for hours because I'm just like, how do you not shake constantly? And I- have <laughs> polish everywhere here, 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 but nowhere on the nail where you want it. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Now yeah. I can do some insane, awesome body paint with nail polish, but I will not make my nails look good. My friend did this. And even I still managed to screw them up. So, like, <laughs> me, it was my fault. How was your week, you guys? Working. I started a new position, so I'm trying to kind of get into that. But it's fun, you know, just point at people and yell at them and get paid for it now. So I'm like, okay. What? It's always nice when you can get paid for yelling at people. I mean, you might as well. Yeah. What job title is this and how do I apply? Uh, I'm a lead pharmacy technician, so oh. it's, it's paying the dues of working retail too. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> so you're you're what what is it called? You're a capitalist drug dealer. I'm a legal <laughs> drug dealer. Yes, yes. That is I sling pills one way to of pay my bills. Absolutely, that's super dope. So <laughs> you sling pills to pay your bills? Absolutely. That's fucking awesome. Among other things. <laughs> 
She's like, yeah, but we can't because like my job could see the shit. So so the D. So like, hit me up for rates. <laughs> so we have a new viewer in in the uh, in the chat at Kyle just cause, and he says I'm stream hopping. I assume it's a he because it's Kyle, but could be a woman. I'm stream hopping, hey. looking for practicing witches. Do we fit in that category? I actually mm. have been trying to get into it, but I'm not practicing yet. So I'm so sorry. You're dude, practicing you to down. practice. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find people to teach me. And actually, I have a couple of. <laughs> actually, I got invited to this really cool, um, like event. I can't remember. It's just a bunch of practicing Wiccans, and they're gonna be like gathering together. And my friend invited me to go, and I'm like, hell yeah, I want to go. I was raised in the Wiccan like religion. My dad is Wiccan. And it was super duper dope, like going to Circle and O Star and stuff like that. And I miss it. It like everything about it is just so like connected with everything you around you, and it's just pure love. And I love that shit. I'm here cool. for it. Cool. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't have an energy drink corner tonight, you know, because un unfortunately Charles is, has a case of the death. <laughs> but, a case of the Mondays. <laughs> but if you but if you're following Kevcat on TikTok, you may see uh, some some appearances from from our dear deathly charl yeah like him trying to tell his dog that he needs to wear pants <laughs> what's what's uh how, do, how does someone follow you on tiktok what's your your tiktok name i was trying uh it's kevlar for cats and the four is just the number four and nice. the cats is spelled with a k but yeah nice kevlar for cats and yeah <laughs> i have i have I have a lot of followers on that, and I've never had that many followers on anything ever. Yeah, what are you going to do with this newfound power that you have? Uh, I'm going to continue to waste it on shitty little videos that I make whatever. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, I got lucky because, like, I got a hair up my ass last night. Like, I was like, I love, I really, really miss, like, putting on exaggerated looks for no reason other than take pictures and just sure. stare at myself in the mirror and be like, oh, this is dope, you know? Just have a good time. So I hit my friend Lo up, and I was like, you, do you need a night off? And she's like, yeah, kind of. And I was like, great. I'm going to pick you up. I have an idea for a TikTok, and we're going to do our hair and makeup. We're going to be super extra, and it's going to be so fun. And we did it, and it blew up, and it was really fun. And so far, it's almost at, like, 100K views, and I've never had any, that many people look at anything I've ever made. That's a so lot of I'm Ks. Like, <laughs> it's too many Ks. I have a lot the of pressure. K's in my name. <laughs> yeah, you're over, I'm done. You're, I'm good at you. Like, I'm overloading with K's. <laughs> a lot of K's. Please send help. Special K. Oh, man, I met the cereal, but it sounds like I'm talking about drugs. I mean, I Are you I, in I a K-hole? Am I, what? Whoa. Am I, what? I need context. What does that mean? I feel like you're a small child that just walked up to me and just like, now you're going to walk away with the secrets of the universe. I'm never going to know. You're like in a giant vortex of K's and it's... you're just stuck in it. Yes. The void is made of K. Every void begins with K. I, I hate this bit. <laughs> hey, this this means that we're starting the the new year slash new decade off right. Okay. Have Have you guys heard about the weird controversy about the fact that like some people are saying, oh, it's not a new decade because, you know, year zero wasn't a thing, so the decade doesn't start until twenty twenty one. Have you heard oh, that stupid crap? Bite my ass! I don't I give a shit, right. dude. Come on, <laughs> ten years is ten years. You can honestly fuck yourself. Like that's so stupid. Right. Plus, I mean, I, I think Corbin mentioned this on his show, but it's like, 
it was called the 2010s and this is going to be called the 2020s. So that's when the fucking decade starts. Yes. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought they ended in zero. Right. But maybe I'm wow. maybe I'm just old fashioned. Yeah. I mean, it could be. <laughs> Let's go back in time and ask the people in 1929 how they feel about the turn of the decade. If uh, we want to wait till 1930 or 1931. And I bet you we get a different That would answer. be good. Although I would think that in 1929. <laughs> They probably would have larger issues at play. <laughs> we should have larger issues at play than deciding and arguing over what year the decade's going to start. They should, but, but that's the world we live in, sadly enough. Hi, yes, I know that you're trying not to die um, right now, but uh, I'm from the future, and I just want to <laughs> ask you about your calendar for a second. No, no, I don't give a shit about your ca- child. I, I want to know what year... <laughs> You think the decade should About be. the child? You mean Baby Yoda? Baby Yoda, baby, baby Yoda. Breaking the internet. Oh, my gosh. God Have damn. you guys been watching The Mandalorian? I've watched some of it, but we can't talk about too much of it without a spoiler warning. No, that's true. That's yeah. true. I've watched the first three episodes, and, and I, I watched two and three last night, and I have come to the conclusion that there will never be a human baby that is as cute as Baby Yoda. I think so. I, I'm, I'm struggling Retort? to disagree. I literally can't. I'm trying. It's so difficult, right? Honestly, I just don't like. I mean, I like babies, but I don't like them near me for long amounts of time. Like, <laughs> if I can, if I can play, like, I, I like you, be, but get away from me. I like. I'm so good with children. Yeah. The thing is, like, I've been raising kids my whole life, so like, I I love being around kids. As long as I can leave, if I have an escape plan and I don't have to be stuck with them, I'm good. My baby sister once, when she was two, my mom was like, you got to sleep with your baby sister so she won't get out of her bed. I was like, I bet. So I get in the bed with this child and in the middle of the night, she has this huge ass uh, rock salt lamp. Okay. And I'm like peacefully sleeping and then this lamp just full on <laughs> bashes me in the f- front of the face and I have to wake up like half awake and this child is just staring at me like this. <laughs> and I look at just her. dead eyed. I look at her and I calmly pick up the lamp and then I just grab her little ankle and I rip it and she just falls <laughs> straight into the bed and I was like, <sighs> and just went back to sleep. Holy shit. <laughs> You're so, like, well, that's it for me. <laughs> she was safe. Thanks for coming. Like, I didn't hurt the child. I just made her fall in the bed. I just want to say that real quick. Right. I don't abuse children. Well, she bashed you in the face with a salt <laughs> lamp. I'm pretty sure that's not how they work. Right. <laughs> they feel that's differently. That's not what that's for. You're supposed to lick it. <laughs> it's so hard not to lick those. Have you ever gotten one? You're just like, it's made of salt. What, babies? No. <laughs> I don't lick babies. I'm sorry. I don't want to lick babies. It sounds like a horror. Can we stop talking about that? What are you talking about? How did we get to salt licks? What's happening? Salt lamps. That's what my sister dropped on my head. Oh, the salt lamp. See, I missed that entirely. (laughs) Context here. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, context. I don't have it. Truly amazing. Context. Try to get some. Well, this show is made uh, context-free, so don't worry. This show is brought to you by the letter C. C is for context. (laughs) Try to get some, or you'll look like an idiot. (laughs) And that's context, not celiac. What? Oh, because (laughs) gluten-free? Oh, my God. Fuck. (laughs) This is terrible. (laughs) You're essentially 
a dad. What is happening? I know. I have some terrible cheesy jokes. <laughs> My this favorite is thing is that they seem to be like educated enough that you feel like the dad that's like, that's right, kids. Remember to eat your salad and like a person come. And they're like, dad, just call it a fucking tomato. Like, <laughs> Okay, so Charles, yeah, I'm sorry, but you've officially been replaced by Stina, who has a cornucopia of dad jokes available. Uh, we about to have a dad joke off. Just kidding, we love you, Charles. What do you call a cow with no legs? What do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. Mm. What do you call a cow with two legs? What do you call a cow with two legs? Lean beef. Oof. <sighs> <laughs> Perfect. I was missing that audience there. Those were great. Those were <laughs> dusted off from the vault. <laughs> um, what What are uh, Mario's uh, overalls made out of? Oh, what? Denim, denim, denim. <laughs> oh, yes. I, feel I, like you, I feel like you did that one on another show. Yes, That's a nerdy dad joke. hadn't heard it yet, so <laughs> it was it's perfect. Fine. <laughs> How could you? You come into it's, my house on the easy. day of my cat's button. wedding. Oh, I can't your cat's it. wedding? <laughs> Who is your cat marrying? So, like, every time I got a retort, like a response, every time I got a clap back good on my dad for like a whole year, he would just send me the same picture of this like sphinx cat, you know, the naked ones, uh -huh. wearing a wedding veil and a dress, and it would just say. You come into my house on this, the day of my cat's wedding, and just <laughs> never, like, he just said that. And I'm like, why? <laughs> so now it's uh, one of my favorite responses. <laughs> oh, wait, we've, we, we've got the dad jokes in the chat. This is exactly oh, what yes. I was hoping would happen. Uglife87, welcome back. Uh, what kind of doctor is Dr. Pepper? What kind of doctor? I don't know. Oh. I'm, I'm waiting for the answer, because that's what was that's um, in the chat. So tell us, Uglife, because I, I, I'm not... Well, what do you call, um, what do you call, <laughs> I can't tell that joke. <laughs> I was going to say, what do you call a, a, a man with no legs and no arms? His name, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. It's real good. I like anti-jokes. Those are real fun. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, Dr. Pepper is a physician. Oh, ha, punny. <laughs> that is puntastic. I know Great he's job. a diabetic, though, because he's full of sugar. Aww. That was the only thing I could come up Aww. with, so I was, like, really excited for that answer. Physician, <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> so, so what do we have to talk about tonight, friends? Um, Cat, you mentioned that you had something great that you wouldn't tell me about before we went live so i got a scenario thing where i want you guys to think on your heads and i want to like go in depth into something so if you're not ready for that someone else should go first especially if they want to talk about their weeks <laughs> <laughs> you're like if you want to talk about something stupid do it on someone else's time okay i'm not here to play games i'm here to find out what makes you tick i'm here to wreck you oh my god mentally and anally no i'm kidding i'm so sorry i'm afraid <laughs> i'm afraid and turned on exactly <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's like, this that's what I, I was going for. Okay, yeah, uh, what do you got? Well, honestly, I want to start it pretty simple. Okay, so it's a zombie apocalypse because the world feels like it's ending right now. 
to kind of does. Yeah, right? I'm so sorry. Sadly so enough. much dumb shit is going on. So instead of directly talking about it, we're going to plan how we're going to survive in case of a zombie apocalypse. All right, where's case? Yeah. All right. So now you have a week. You've heard about the first case. How do you start preparing for the zombie apocalypse to hit? Do you, like, I don't know. Do you try and pretend it's not happening? How are you going to prepare? Chris, you have the floor. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> the pressure. Like, what's the first thing I do? Yes. You, you've you heard of a few cases in a state that is not yours. It's mm-hmm. like, let's say California. Right. So I've got a little bit of lead time is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Probably the first thing I would do is go to the grocery store and buy as many perishable or non-perishable. I never remember which is which. Right. Whichever ones I can don't have to refrigerate. Not buy as much of that stuff as possible and stockpile that shit. And then probably try to fortify exits um, and, you know, board up windows and stuff. Make myself a nice little uh, fortress, now, I think. Do you think your house would be a good place and location for a fortress? Do you feel like you're secluded enough to be okay? Ideally, no. I mean, this is a fairly populated area. Um, I'm not at the top of a mountain or anything like, (laughs) you know, where you have to like traipse like a Sherpa to get up up to my house. So it's certainly not ideal, but I tend to stick with it because one, I'm a homebody anyway. And two, um, it's what I already have. I'm not going to have to try to fight someone for it because I'm sure there are going to be other people that immediately try to you know, find the highest ground, find the safest place. And I don't want to have to try to fight those people for it because that's just more conflict than I'm prepared for. Right. I'd rather just like hunker down and stay in a place where I have relative control over the environment. Okay. And do you feel like enough of your neighbors know about you being here that it would be a problem? A problem? Like if your neighbors got turned or whatever, do you feel like enough people would know your location or to turn on you and try and get your Mm. stuff or whatever? I mean, I only know one of my neighbors, and you've met him. He's annoying as fuck. (laughs) And if that dude and if that dude becomes a zombie, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna bash your fucking head. (laughs) Oh my god. Um you good? <laughs> Only if you become a zombie. Let's make that very clear. <laughs> Only if you're a zombie. So it's life or death. Don't get me wrong, man. It's I life love or death. You. It's me or you. <laughs> but if you were a zombie, I would feel nothing if I just... Like I would, I would do it with my bare hands. I would love to watch the blood, but only if. In fact, I might like peek. (laughs) I might peek out my window, like every once in a while, to check to see if he's turned yet. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) In preparation, yeah, just so I can be ready. Now, my question. uh, Well, actually, you. Okay, so how would you prepare? So I think the first thing I would do is I would check Facebook to make sure it was actually true. (laughs) Just kidding. Gotta gotta double check. Like honestly, yeah, is it there? Is it out there? If that fake Ellen page like keeps giving out like <laughs> giveaways and sweepstakes doesn't post it, then yeah. it's not fucking real. Well, just yeah, just make sure that it's not like Gwyneth Paltrow delivering the news. <laughs> yes, we go on. No, I think I'd go with Chris. Like you know, go try and find some you know non-perishable foods, maybe even some uh, seeds. You know, by the floral department and all the grocery stores, there's seeds. Grab that. We okay. all watched Walking Dead. The farm was secure until they fucked it up. Right. Yeah. 
Fair Somehow fair. the farm was more secure than the max prison, you know, <laughs> yeah. which knows? always made plenty of sense to Barbed me. Barbed wire is oh, never yeah, reliable. No. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a deterrent for the undead. We've learned that. Or just like people who don't give a fuck. Because I've seen circus like go off. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking bomb. Anyway, so I love how you both are like, yes, food. But what about weapons? I mean, if I've got lead time and my part of the country is still relatively, like, non-insane, then, yeah, I would probably, you know, head my happy ass to the gun store and... I'm going to Shields and taking that katana they got upstairs. I don't know if you guys have been to Shields I yet. I have not. But they got a katana in a display case. I'd I love that. You're, you're going like, to go you know full what? <laughs> Zombies are coming at me, dog. It's and reusable. You, know you don't have to worry about ammo. That's true. I like the that. The question, like, okay, so we have to decide what kind of zombies we're going up against in order for our weapons oh, to yeah. make sense. Because if point. you're going against, like, Walking Dead zombies, they, they got some muscle on them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they can actually attack you, but you can also do, like... Um, is it Night of the Living Dead? I don't know. Those World War Z zombies where they were like so quick and they could crawl up anything. Oh my God. The World War those, Z zombies give me were fucking creepy. nightmares. Yeah, I was like, I'd give up. No. So like if we're going for it, <laughs> it's too much. I can't run that fast. You're like, and I'm spent. In this Peace world, out. you're like, you know what? Being a zombie is not so bad. <laughs> Everyone's doing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, I got this new drug called dead. <laughs> It sounds super fun. I think, like, <laughs> I want a machine that sound, gun. That sounds like the plot of RoboCop 2. Like, if you've ever watched RoboCop 2, there's this new drug on the market called Nuke. <laughs> what? And what does it do? It basically turns you into a fucking crazy person. Amazing. And then RoboCop has to come kill your ass. Uh, Mr. Charles Kelly has arrived in the chat. Welcome, Finally. sir. And he says, I'm dead on the inside. We already knew that, dude. Me too, dog. We That's fucking knew that. Sorry. And it, you Tell us something we so don't know. You said so much aggression. You're just like, God, oh, Charles. Stop talking about how dead you are inside. We fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Good supportive friendship. So aggro. <laughs> I would want a machine gun, but the issue is ammo. Yep. Now, I have a military ID. We can get on base. And if we get on base in time, but the only problem is, like, if the military turns zombies, and we we are gen like genuinely bugged. Well, here's the thing, though. By the well, there, there's that issue, but also by the time we hear about it in the news, the military's already going to be planning their response. So the right. bases are going to be locked down, whether you have an ID or not. Oofa-doofa. So my guess is that would probably not be an option, but unless you a- had someone on the inside. I do. Okay. I have a lot of people on the inside. What's their name and phone number? <laughs> And here's a, oh here's a call sheet we're starting and, yeah <laughs> I actually, like I think I grew put me with- down for one machine gun please <laughs> yes please oh my god oh I just you pulled like a like a repressed memory out just now like I, <laughs> really my mom had like special security clearance and like I used to walk with her down this hallway where she had to like I don't know do this crazy thing and then she got handed the biggest gun I've ever seen in my entire life. I just like I completely forgot about that until now, but now I can like clearly see it. So we just need to find that room, and then we're Perfect. good. Uh, Charles wants to know: Has anyone mentioned wearing a suit of armor? And no, we haven't. I mean, I would go for Kevlar, and that's not just that's because it's also my nickname. Just kind of a given, I suppose. <laughs> I immediately went to like old chainmail, and I'm like, that's gonna slow you down, Charles. 
yeah, need to run. Yeah, you re- you really need that like carbon fiber kind of like. Well, you don't want the stuff. noise giving you away. You're like clang 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 clang. Like I'm trying to get away. I swear, clang clang clang. <laughs> I feel like my friend. Chris you don't want your that. jingles to get caught on something. <laughs> That's just gonna fuck up your whole flow and everything, the whole rhythm. No. <laughs> That's not good for anyone. The thing I love about what you just said is that ninety uh, percent of the um, like apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic things that I draw, I always draw the characters with like chains on them and things. <laughs> I just thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone know where the fuck you are. You are fucked. Oh man. And Charles says, "Yeah, but those fuckers can't chompy chomp through iron." Yeah, but that doesn't matter if you can't move. Well, exactly. if there's fifty of them and they're on top of you, also, what they're if they're gonna find a way in? Here's the thing, though. What if they have magnets? Goofed. Like Dog. a super powerful magnet. Oh my and you're a super a zombie, zombie like assemble. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like breaking bad. They just like like let's say let's say the horde in your area starts in a in like a junkyard. You're fucked. Oh, you are so screwed. <laughs> so screwed. I just thought of like a zombie with a metal head plate just stuck to the fucking magnet while they're carrying it. Although if it was like the original Iron Man that he made in the cave, for, like in the in the first Iron Man movie, then I would love to see that take on some zombies. That'd be entertaining. That'd oh, be that would be sick as shit, dog. Ooh, I just want to see his fist just like obliterate one of their heads. <laughs> just like pop it like a grape. Yeah. That'd be so cool. <laughs> I'm going to draw some shit when I get home tonight. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Charles, Chris in a movie pitch room. Why not zombies, but with magnets? <laughs> hear me out, hear me out, hear me I, out. I've watched Baking Bad too many times. We're just like, yeah, bitch, magnets. I just, you just see Charles like, hang on. Okay, listen. <laughs> That's an interesting variable. It could change a lot of scenarios. It there. could, Very yeah. Much. Very much. Magnets. Now I'm just thinking about that movie. How do they work? <laughs> First you get Yo, what's some up metal. with magnets, dog? <laughs> <laughs> what's so, their deal? Okay, so so let's say that we we've stocked up on supplies, yes. you know, or whatever. Like you've got your military hookup, you've got like missiles in your house and shit, and and we've got lots of food. <laughs> non perishables. Yeah, non perishables and or per- whatever. Flammable and inflammable mean the same thing. What a country. Um, <laughs> what a country. But like, okay, so what's next? Do okay. we do we sit and wait in our little fortified bunkers so, and just like try to be like react to it or do we become proactive and try to like I, I mean what's the next step? I feel like there's strength in community, so finding as much like people who are not infected as possible and making sure that they don't get infected and creating like a community where we can like work off of stuff would be probably the best option because people can't survive without other people but there is of course that whole problem with like people turning in on turning wow turning in on each other mm-hmm. they turn inside yeah. out and it creeps everybody out um yeah, i hate it when that happens right turning on each other for supplies or anything like that uh people going stir crazy and really isolated oh this is really fucking hard to think about i don't know what the best option would be because isolation would make you surely go insane but if you have too many people that you're trying to take care of, somebody's going to lose their mind. And Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like uh, they they ran into that in The Walking Dead. Like when they're in the prison, they're trying to figure out like, you know, what, what are the questions that you ask someone? How do you make sure that you bring people in and you grow a community without letting psychos in? And I don't think that's possible because right. one of the things I liked about Walking Dead, like not to get too philosophical on it, but like. That whole circumstance where they're like, who do we let in? Who do we not? Because people might be crazy is a micro version of like, just like it's an analog for society in general. 
right? Yeah. Because people always say that like Jeffrey Dahmer was a nice person. Ted Bundy was a very like gregarious, you know, fu- you know, person that was like very popular with people, never really seemed like they were nuts. So it's like, how are you ever going to know? Like, that's the problem with like trying to build a community of any size, right? Is like, you don't really know who someone is until you've seen them in that like horrible circumstance. And then by then it may be too late. That's why we need an, an initiation. Yeah. We need some type of ridiculous task that only their loyalty would get them through. All right, so I need you to do a triple backflip right the <laughs> fuck now. But while you're doing that triple backflip, I want you to say the alphabet backwards, and then I want you to tell me that you love me. <laughs> well, I'm dead. <laughs> I can't do a triple. I can't even do a single backflip. Yeah, you'll have to move on. Check with your neighbor next door. Oh, oh yay! Fuck. If I if I had to live with him, I'd rather be dead. <laughs> Sorry. That could be that new sitcom, like the Odd Cop uh, Couple, but zombie version. Oh um, yeah. I mean, okay. It, okay so Not like much if, for dialogue. So here's the thing. If him and I were the last two people on earth, you would shoot save the last bullet for me. <laughs> save the last bullet for me. I'm so sorry for your loss. <laughs> oh, man. And the thing is, like, having actually talked to this gentleman, I wish him the best in life. <laughs> as far away from me as possible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I appreciate his existence, and I think that he has a great, very positive outlook. Um, but I also think that he's a little creepy and he makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I don't think he means to be. I know. He's just a, he's just an old man who has got has lots of time on his hands and is probably a little lonely, even though I think his wife, you know, is still alive. I don't know. I've seen her like once, maybe, but that was years ago. Um, and, and I'm sure he means well, but like for whatever reason, with whatever age he's at he just has lost the ability to in tune social cues oh. what's happening here Stina. yeah how was your day today my day was great yeah was it really good it was man okay. it's a really nice day today yeah. like uh the weather's really nice you're uh if you wear that much makeup i don't know if men are gonna <laughs> want you hey you're the really only man pretty, i want you're a really pretty girl is heat dispenser you're a really pretty g- <laughs> you're a really pretty girl if only you'd stop dressing so boyish like, hey, listen, and like it gets more air in my face every time I see him, and it makes me so uncomfortable. He's <laughs> like, man, you'd be a really pretty girl if you didn't like put your hair like that. And I was like, but I like my hair like this. And he goes, oh, well, hey, that's pretty cool. I'm and not I'm trying like, to impress you, dude. Well, I, I, I don't show me where I asked, sir. Where on this board <laughs> you have did the I ask? <laughs> I'm going to need the notes read back to me real quick. I, I got to know. <laughs> Someone can check the transcript. I'm exactly. a little lost on this one. Okay. Yeah. Now, what person, back to our zombie scenario, in this world, if or thing, like if something got destroyed or a person got destroyed or anything in this world would make you give up trying to survive? My cat. At least even oh. for a second. <laughs> I don't know. That's a really good question. Like, it, a, like, loot, what, 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 like, where, what's your point of no return is essentially what you're yes. asking. Like, everyone in your neighborhood has been turned. Everything's saying you have one thing that if you have this, at least you're fine. And that thing goes, what would it be? What would be the last oh, straw? Funyuns. 
Yeah. <laughs> I love Funyuns so it. much. I get like, it. If, like, if, if everything sucks and I can't do what I want to do, at least I can have this bag of Funyuns. If someone eats the last of the Funyuns, you're just going to put a bullet in your head? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm checking out, guys. I did my time. <laughs> it was a good it was a good run. Holy fuck, that's amazing. That reminds me of, uh, you know, Woody Harrelson in Zombieland looking for the Twinkies. Yes, I was just thinking of that. Exactly. <laughs> but you guys ever seen Last Man on Earth? Yes. Uh, Last Man on Earth. I'd probably do something like that. I'd just go find some nice swanky house and build it up and find a... Bill Murray's house. Yeah, yeah. Find a toilet pool and a margarita pool and I'm set. Yeah. All right. And you, and you like... You would be totally fine if everyone on the world was everyone on the planet was dead except for you. You know, I might get I might just have to start drawing people on the walls in the garage. Just oh, so to you feel would lose your normal. fucking mind? <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Would you have like a little volleyball? But I got my margarita soccer, pool. It's okay. Would right, you have a little soccer ball named Wilson that you'd communicate with? Maybe I might name him Pete. Pete. My car's just like named Zeke. And I like Zeke a lot. Zeke. Zeke's a cool name. But to answer your question, I I honestly before he died, I would have said my cat. Um, because I'm just like, Hey, if I have this little ball of fur, you know, I, I don't necessarily need anything else. Now, granted, I, there are people I would miss. Absolutely. But you could teach him to be a burglar. I mean, think of the, the cat possibilities yeah. Hell yeah. of getting swag. I'd be like, Hey, go see if that guy's dead <laughs> <laughs> and let and me know if he's got any, thing. let me know if he's got any cool shit. <laughs> yeah, here's the GoPro. I'm going to hook you up. You've been through one of these. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. We need a cat mount for a GoPro. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. Where is that uh, attachment, GoPro? You make everything else. Shit. Give me a cat attachment. It's well, TBD. Mount. Yeah, TBD. Those cats, they're too aloof. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to do the, the focus testing. I love that so much. The idea of a cat wearing a little GoPro. Because, you know, the first thing they would do is beat the shit out of the GoPro. I mean, the rest of the video is upside down. And you're just watching. <laughs> my god um okay what about a food item because she said funyuns and i feel like if i don't know if there's a food that would make me kill myself if it didn't like or at least not stop trying for a little bit mashed potatoes you right you fucking right oh my god if potato if i couldn't find any potatoes fuck it i i'm gonna sit in the lawn smoking a cigarette and playing fucking toxic by britney spears full blast <laughs> and i'm just gonna <laughs> take your moment is that, I'm gonna enjoy is that my break i don't smoke cigarettes is that I your come is that your come that. hither song for the zombies <laughs> like yep. i'm ready it's toxic let's do this oh and wait for it because i stop like right before it gets to the last part I would stop my cigarette and then I'd have a whole like choreographed routine and that's how I'd go. That's how I would end it myself in the zombie apocalypse. I gotta say, that's bloody brilliant. That's Isn't awesome. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> You're like, I am going out in a world of dance. With the taste of your lips, I'm on crack. I'm so ready for this. <laughs> he died as he lived. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking jamming. <laughs> uh, but I think... What would I, uh, one person or thing that I would lose that would make me stop trying for a minute? I was trying to think, because there's a what lot if, of things. What I if hold you lost dear. Circus? Oh, for, yeah. No, I was trying not to think about that, but yeah, you're right. Absolutely. That would fuck me up. Because Circus I mean, is kind of like your cat. Circus has been my best friend <laughs> for seven years, almost eight now. Yeah. And like, we've been dating for almost. 
one year? Like a year? A little I feel like over it's been a year. longer than it's that, been right? Over a year, because he came up for my twenty-first birthday, and I'm twenty-two now. I remember that, because yeah. that was when you brought him to our uh, Noco family dinner. Yeah. Yeah. That was so fun. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. But yeah, we've been dating for almost a year now. I mean, more than a year now. And uh, no, no, him or Abaddon, uh, my other best friend of seven years, that would probably do me. I could see that. Ugh. And I like Abaddon a lot, but from my interaction with him, him and Circus are so closely related that, like, in theory, you could lose one of them and not technically lose anything. Uh, <laughs> and, you know what I mean? Like, no, that so sounds different. colder than I mean it to. <laughs> they're so different. But just, okay. They're so great, though. They're so close. I agree. Close. But, like, seeing them together, oh, seeing yeah. them interact together. They're best friends like, for life. It's like they're two halves of the, of, it's like they're two halves of the same whole. You know what I mean? Yeah. They've been friends since childhood. Those motherfuckers are going to die together. That, there's no doubt in my mind. I love you both so much in case you're actually watching, you fuckers. <laughs> okay, here's a, here's a question. Yes. In the zombie apocalypse. Yes. It's it's Circus and Abaddon. Who dies first? Ooh, that's really hard. Ah. Oh my god, that's really hard, so let me explain. <laughs> <laughs> so, based off of behavior, Circus is more reckless, but when it comes to like being serious and trying to protect the people he cares about, that motherfucker can go from zero to 100 real quick. Abaddon is one of the smartest people I have ever met. So I feel like when it comes to strategies and staying alive and staying supplied and shit like that, he fucking showed up to Fort Collins for the first time in his life and he said, did you know the population is blah, 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 blah? And I was like, what, what, what the fuck are you talking about? He was like, you have this many buildings. And I was like, how do you know this? Well, Wikipedia. So he, but yeah. he just, he, who looks that up? <laughs> he does apparently. How is that relevant? He was coming for three days, and he was like, "Oh, I, I would guess be I curious be too." I'm like, "Why? Why is it important that you knew <laughs> that?" What's the population? Too much traffic sucks. But yeah. the thing is, since he already <clears throat> knows that, he knows where most of the population is, so he would know the good places to go to avoid that much shit and shit like that. And he so would what know you're saying is there is there is a significant reason for having census data. You can look exactly. at neighborhoods and be like, okay, I'm staying out of there. Circus, is, uh, sorry, Abaddon is essentially a walking encyclopedia, and Circus is essentially all the manpower we need because he is not afraid to take risks that will probably save our lives, but I think that might kill him faster. Sure. So it might be Circus, which I really don't want to happen. <laughs> But I don't want to, I don't want either to die. I hate this question. Moving on. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I love my friends so fucking much. Oh. I would die first before I let either of those motherfuckers die. No. <laughs> okay, so so my topic for tonight. Yes. Switching gears entirely. And Bye, this zombies. is this the yeah no no more zombies. I mean it, unless they show up and eat us, in which case it's fine. But fuck you zombies. But <laughs> um. I want to I, I want to broach the question of identity and not okay. and not like my personal identity or, or of anyone in this room, but more of like the identity of of the station and like what we're building here, okay. because we, we've had uh, Charles and I and, and Corbin a little bit have, have been having some conversations like in our Facebook group and stuff about um, kind of like what is NoCo FM and what does that mean? And is is the name noco fm the best version of like does it represent who we are and what we do like is it a suitable name and like i, I know you've seen some of the conversations that, that we've bit. had in, in the facebook group and so that's kind of the wider question like for you guys and and for the for the chat as well is like 
I'm giving serious thought to rebranding the station with a completely different name. And and the the prime reason for this comes from one NoCo FM obviously stands for Northern Colorado and the majority of what we do uh has nothing to do with Colorado specifically with the exception of like color radio. And I mean, that's perfectly fine. Sometimes a name is just a name. Like, I don't know if Nike means anything specific, but maybe it doesn't. There are plenty of brands that don't mean anything. Right. But because we're called NOCO, I've had conversations with people who are like, oh, you just do Colorado stuff. So I wouldn't necessarily be a good fit for it. And so even if we don't project it, if we never say the word Colorado, people think of that because of the the C mark in the name and the, the use of the mountain imagery. So my overall question for people is, is NOCO FM a good name for us? If not, is there something we can say or call ourselves or, or is there something that speaks more to who we are than, than, than the name NOCO FM? I like, okay. I was just saying, I was trying to think of like, Lots of color being put together and like lots of diversity. And I thought of quilt, like something quilt, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Like a patch quilt? Yeah, like pat. Ooh, I like patch. Like patches. Patches FM. <laughs> I like that. That's fun. Well, and, that's and, really and, and here's the other consideration too. So we have FM in the name, and that throws people off because uh-huh. we don't broadcast on the FM dial, but by having the FM in our name, some people think that we do. And so it leads, um, uh, I've also, I've been told Nike is the goddess of victory, FYI. Oh, so it means something super, um, (laughs) just do it. Thanks chat. But (laughs) the, having the FM means that we, we usually have to follow up and explain, no, we're not on the FM dial. We're just streaming. And also now that we're doing more with video, like this show and Corbin versus the movies, which is coming out soon, like having the FM as part of it also isn't necessarily like the best thing because it kind of one, it projects the wrong image. And even when it's kind of the right thing, it's still not quite the right thing. So like all options are on the table in terms of like, you know, what, what we would be. And I don't, I'm not asking anyone to come up with names right now, but like just to kind of put the thoughts in your head and also chat room. If you have ideas for names, tell us you know i would be interested in 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 seeing it um but yeah i mean identity is a hard thing like yes. when we when i chose noco fm um this was before charles was as deeply involved so i just kind of chose it on my own and i chose it because i wanted to represent colorado i thought it would do that well and it does but perhaps a little too well right. um and also because it was short and it was short for something, but also kind of sounded kind of cool on its own. But I didn't really put a lot of thought into making sure that the name was reflective of who we are. So the, that's just kind of what it is. Um, and especially now, like when I came up with the name and logo and everything, that was just me like saying, I've got to come up with something. Right. I'm on a deadline. Basically. <laughs> I kind of love it because it feels a little bit like a golfing logo, like something you would see like on, on golf. I clubs. Yeah, I could see that. 
like you know go go to the pro shop and there's like that logo there and but yeah like it's just a logo i mean in all honesty that mountain is is a stock clip art that i recolored um and then i put it in a circle and then i did the noco and then i had the idea that no one has ever used before to add the colorado symbol into it that's oh, yeah. a lie. Oh my gosh, that's so original. So original. I know, you? it's so great, How, right? What's it like I using know. your big, big brain power doing something so amazing and then done before? I mean, it took me like a week to recover I from, know, from all the, brown <laughs> the brain power that it required. But. Right. So anyway, like that's just kind of my thought is like I'm in this kind of like weird headspace where I'm trying to figure out our identity. And for the last like two weeks, every word I've seen or heard or you know, look, see now on Facebook, I'm just like, what about that? 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 And part of the issue is too, other cool names that you might think of that are more common are taken already, or they represent something like, you know, very specific. Um, and so it's, it's just kind of a hard thing. And then that's kind of what I've been struggling with lately as we try to figure out like, how to grow this network and how to bring in more people. And like, we have two shows now that aren't even produced here. So, you know, the, the NOCO name really doesn't make sense for them. Right. You know, so that's just kind of where I'm at. But thoughts? Yeah. I mean, it's NOCO is where we were born. I mean, when you think about it. True. Like, yeah. You know, it's it's relative to that origin. But, I mean, it seems like we're kind of breaking the walls of regular, like, internet entertainment and, and the culture that's and how it's presented there. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, if we rebrand, I think it should have something to do with with the culture that we represent, not mm -hmm. necessarily just, you know, Colorado. But right. And that that's the hard thing, because I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Laptop FM or, you know, <laughs> YOLO FM, YOLO FM, train wreck FM, you know? uh. <laughs> which would be fitting more often than not. But oof. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that, that's 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 kind of my thing. Uh, Stina, what what do you have to what, what topic are you oh, bringing to the table? My t I had the most uneventful week, so I'm just like with everything that's going on right now in, you know, our world and politics, it's just like how do you find a topic that's not totally garbage. loaded yeah and it makes you want to punch yourself in the face yeah. right like, yeah like how we might be on the verge of like world war three <laughs> you know it's like i was like trolling on my news app i'm like i'm trying to find something that's like not gonna depress everybody <laughs> Um, I know, because like I i'm usually the one who brings up politics on this show <laughs> and everyone's just like shut up i mean but i can't help it because it's so enraging and it's so it's worthy it's so it's the sort of thing that is absolutely worthy of conversation but it's the one thing people will run for the hills in the other direction trying not to talk about yep so i mean that's the hard thing well, <laughs> see the thing is if the draft does come up and uh at least i don't have to be worried about it because i'm queer and trans so i'm going to camp bitches i'll see you later <laughs> that's a bad joke and i'm so sorry if i bring it anybody spencer <laughs> over here he's he's i'll go with him uh, you're just gonna hang out with the heat yeah i don't think the spencer's gonna spencer. get drafted so you're yeah. probably that's yeah. probably yeah. he gives path. me he takes care of that draft but do you think you're gonna get drafted no nah. yeah. i mean i don't know i guess it's, it's hard to say because i mean what the last time we had a draft it was just males for right. Vietnam, right? Right, but I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, that was what forty, um, forty-ish years ago. 
Right. Yeah, I late mean, 60s. It's, it's interesting, I think, to see, to have these topics on board mm-hmm. um, with the population that we have and the the way that American culture has kind of come since then. It's it's really hard to say. Right. I mean, I don't know if that's something that could ever really be fully initiated the way I, that it was then. Yeah, I feel like the draft will 100% include uh, women. Now, the thing I'm like, well, just because there's so many female soldiers already, mm-hmm. and there's so many, like, well, not female, but women soldiers and feminine identifying soldiers already in the military. I mean, the trans ban was lifted, right? In the military? You know what? I'm not entirely sure. I know... Somebody told me it was There today. was a lot of conversation around it, but... Military trans ban. Google to the rescue. To the Google. Uh, <laughs> you need to catch that clip, and that's the Google clip every time. <laughs> what? Google clip? The ban still, the band still oh, exists. Yeah. Uh, current U.S. Department of Defense regulations bar transgender persons from military service. I'm safe. See you guys yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, collect some Funyuns for us. <laughs> Why, we, yeah. Why we're gone, please. Funyun Wrangler. <laughs> yeah. But, um, we don't know what we're going to be coming back to. I'm a Funyun mercenary. <laughs> but if uh, uh, Mike Pence takes office, then I'm a God-feared hard-working combat driver. Go to <laughs> <laughs> a bubble, bubble flower, and I think men are the only thing that I'm attracted to, and uh, I'm a cis woman. Punk X Ange says, I'm queer and trans, too, so I'm safe. So I guess the idea is, like, I mean, at that point, I'm probably going to start identifying as trans, if for Do no other reason than to, draft the, than to dodge the draft. So since we're on the topic, I just it like, worked I'm in mash, right? No, it didn't work in mash. A little bit from yeah. left field, but like, okay, so draft, like, did they, you you know, overall with the consequences, did they not see like forcing some of those people, whether they were male or female, into service, into a type of environment they've never seen or aren't prepared for? Like, there was a lot of mental health issues that they're still dealing with. Well, not all. That's you know, overall, the truth, and but that doesn't matter when they need soldiers. Yeah, I mean, not does a, it though? Because when it comes down to it, half your troops are are losing their fought. shit. That's true, You're but that's also something that wasn't indicative necessarily just to the draft. Because there are people who have served in Desert Storm, in Iraq One, in Iraq Two, in Afghanistan, who have come back with all sorts of mental health issues, and the system, in large part, fails them. Yes, and those are people who volunteered to serve so if you try to force people into that circumstance it's going to cause much more of the same and it's probably going to be a lot worse for them so as someone who grew up with three out of four of my parents being in the military uh 100 like if somebody kisses 100 on the money regardless of like who you are unless you go into the air force and you stay at the desk like the whole time if you go to battle, you are going to get fucked up. I have, like, my mom's friend. I'm not going to name names or anything. But um, he was in the military. He got medically discharged because his brain kind of broke. And he just kept, he just became okay with killing people. Because it was the only way he could cope with it. Hmm. And then, like, once he got out, he kept having episodes and stuff. And he loved being in the military. My mom loved being in the military. And so did my stepdad. But they all ha- are fucked up from it. Like, all of them. And my dad didn't enjoy the military but he will talk about the negative effects of it as well it doesn't seem worth it to me like i understand having the structure and some people thrive in that environment and that's totally fine but Mm -hmm. like when you put someone in real-time battle 
where they have to make that decision to like take someone's life unless they're 100 percent prepared for it which i personally don't believe anybody should be i don't think anyone can be yeah if you're in the if you're in the sort of mental headspace where you're okay killing people you haven't met who pose no direct danger to you right that's a sign of a larger mental health issue that you have long before you even get into the military that's kind of terrifying like you know used to be for as long as this kind of like american ideal has existed probably since the 1950s there's been the notion that military service is an honorable thing and i I, with all due respect to people who serve i completely disagree i think the desire to serve is an honorable thing but what people are asked to do in the name of service to their country is a completely unnatural horrible thing true and, and it's not all shooting children or anything it's it's like that, it's but. not no it's not but the vast majority of armed conflicts that the united states has entered into especially since vietnam basically since world war ii have been completely unwarranted against people who had no direct threat to the United States. And the only reason that we went over there was to serve some sort of political or economic agenda. And that's what I have a serious problem with. Um, You know, I all due respect to people who serve. I am, you know, I am glad that they chose to serve people who, who enjoy it and identify with that more power to them. I have no issue with those people, but I have an issue with the, the the whole the whole notion that you should want to serve in the military to protect the United States because in large part what the military does has done since World War II is not protecting the United States at least it's not protecting its citizens it may be protecting you know someone's economic policy or it's usually protecting our money in some ways or the right. money of the elites but it's not protecting me Because the people that they're shooting and killing and that are shooting at them and killing them are no threat to me or you or you. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll try to get off my soapbox, but that's that's how I feel. (laughs) The thing is, like, I don't know if you've ever seen American Sniper. Ooh, hot talk, hot ticket. Uh, Guess what? Okay, fun story. Guess what? I first saw that movie was in a military movie theater and there was like a whole thing. Oh, like on a base? Yeah, I I live on, I used to live on like bases all the time, basically my whole childhood. But Mm -hmm. um, do you know in a military base before a movie, you have to stand up and like do the Pledge of Allegiance and then there's like a whole compilation video that you have to watch through before you can sit down? I did not know that, but I can't say it surprises me. Especially in Oklahoma, it is a treat. Oh, sounds (laughs) delightful. Yeah, it was great, but... um, so, like, in that one, it really displayed, like, somebody who got, like, how he was not proud of the fact that he had that title, but he was also kind of proud of the fact that he had the title. I am in no way defending this movie, by the way. Yeah. I know people, like, hate this movie for a lot of reasons, and I understand. Uh, I don't... I'm not a huge fan of it myself. Actually, I don't feel one way or the other about it. But, um, I... <laughs> The fact that we think it's okay and glorified to put people in situations like that and be like, well, they made this decision to protect us and therefore they're heroes. I've been thinking a lot about accountability lately. Regardless of your reasoning for doing an action, you still did that action. And to that person, they will never be nothing more than a murderer. Like I have watched my my mom's army friends like have great lives. One time, I'm not going to name names, 
one time she was really close to this guy and he was teaching her how to play bass and they were really close and he was set to get married and have a wonderful life and he decided that was the night that he was going to eat his gun and it was a fucking horrible thing and it was abrupt to everybody because his life was on the up and up and up and up but he had yeah, so many unaddressed mental issues and like mental health problems that had uh, come from being in battle and stuff like that and it just it breaks my heart I don't think any human beast should be put in a situation where they can ever have their mental health deteriorate like that and no one give a shit I agree I agree it's 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 a horrible thing to ask of anyone um, much less like trying to trying to glorify it and, and make people like you know I see kids that you know they're like you know when I grow up I'm in the, gonna go into the military because because you know my dad is and my granddad was and all this stuff and like it's such a complex thing because I completely respect where that comes from. I, I respect the the will to serve. The problem is is that the what they end up serving for, it, it's they're they're sold a bill of goods and it's not what it is. Right. And it, you know, if I was fighting in the civil war, yeah, f- fighting in a war is not honorable. No matter what side you're on, no matter what reason you're there, mm-hmm. it just isn't. I do believe that. In the past, forces like um, use of force was like I guess kind of important. Um, I just can't think of a reasonable justification for it today. But I understand that there are other people who who do not think like I do. So in order for us to be able to protect ourselves against people who don't think like I do, then we need to have some kind of force. Like if I leave my door unlocked while there's a murderer in my neighborhood, that's on me. I didn't lock my door. I knew somebody dangerous was in the neighborhood and yeah. I did nothing to protect myself. So I'm going to get fucked. Hopefully not literally. <laughs> but, um, and I, I do believe in having a protection and ha- training people to an extent to make sure that we can keep ourselves in like uh, this place safe. But it sure. should be voluntary. It should not be something that is like forced. It sh- all the information should be given up front. Like, what actually goes into the military, what the risks are, everything. You know, everyone should be talked about. And it should not be used as a way to get into, like, some people only join the military so that they can pay for college. Circus joined the military so that he could get health benefits for his best friend by marrying him. I did not know that. Because they could not afford it other way any other way and and yeah there are a lot of people who join like the you know the army reserve to get the gi bill so they can go to school and doesn't that tell you kind of like how fucked up things are just in a nutshell right because like i want to go to school but i can't afford it because it's so absurdly expensive so i'm literally willing to risk my life doing something that i have no passion in yeah and like just so that you can afford to do something that you should be able to do anyway right well, you rent your body out to prop, you know, as property, and I think that's where the biggest, like, I don't know, I, I think it's a, it's an admirable thing. The it's, only thing is, I'm looking ad- at it from the admirable. perspective of an individual. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's like you can't walk in, get a brand new job, and be like, "This is gonna be the best thing ever." I just want to help people, and then right. when you get down to it, it's yeah, you. you you're not doing exactly what you thought you were doing. You don't have the control that you thought yeah. you did. And by the by the time you find out that it's not what you thought it was, it's way too late. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, and sometimes it's and, yeah, and sometimes it's too late forever. Like you know, some of those but people don't come still, home. In the face of everything that we're going through right now in our culture, like and world politics in general, like I think it's 
especially with this new element of technology being added into you know the battlefield and stuff like no warf- warfare doesn't make sense to me personally i, I just don't yeah. understand it agreed but i understand that it's a, a thing that we have and it's a thing that we have to deal with and you know going forward with all of that and having all of these variables and elements at play i think that it's it's quite admirable for someone to be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to do this and I don't know exactly what I'm going to do. And I don't, I don't know if I'm going to hundred percent believe in it all the time, but I'm, I'm going to go there and, and be that. Right. And I, 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 that's a lot of self-control and giving that up that I'm just like, Oh my right. God. Yeah. I, 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 I couldn't do, do that. I, just, I couldn't um, do it. Yeah. Like, well, like, I totally, it's like, I have trust issues. Man. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> I freak out when the but, toilet paper doesn't go the right way. This is just right. not for me. I My mean, who puts is, it? Who puts the toilet paper where it's under? What, what kind of monster does that? So my question—it's got to go over. <laughs> like, what? So my question is—we got to keep it light. Here. I think it's very okay. <laughs> you're right. You're right. So as someone, I will always 100 percent respect veterans. I 100 percent percent respect um everyone who joins the military you have my respect you have my trust and not my trust oh my god definitely not my trust but my respect (laughs) you have my support yeah exactly like i will always show respect to veterans and stuff um and appreciate people's sacrifices that they made but i will never ever appreciate the fact that they had to make those sacrifices and i i do not I think it's it do you think it's admirable or stupid going into something not knowing like not getting all the information trusting what someone told you on the very base level and signing away literally years of your life so that you can like get basic needs I, I think it's admirable to believe in a system where that ideal would happen right um it's unfortunate that you know like you know a lot of these people get duped mm-hmm. and and that's the that's the real issue there i you know yeah, and it, you yeah, have people getting duped but then you also have you know you have people duping people i mean you have people duping the system as well like you know you were saying people just going and joining the service and then doing one tour and then getting out just so they can use their gi bill well i mean if that's if if that's them that's taking advantage the of the system i don't think that's duping the system and I mean, actually then, if you want to use your gi bill you have to stay for a certain amount of years yeah. in order to get it yeah um, and, and last i saw the average uh for people going in was at least three tours yeah wow so with ev- obviously with every single time you go back you're increasing exponentially the chance that you're not going to come back and if that's the average <laughs> and that and that's over a course of years setting aside for a moment the mental toll that that takes on a person i mean well, the, I, the identity so, change it takes on a person too yeah. Who knows when you come out of that if you still want so to do So when you go into exactly. the military and like so i like the military was my whole life i grew up in this environment i grew up surrounded by people in the military i grew up respecting it and all this stuff like that was ingrained in me i shake hands the way i do because of the military so when i see i see people come in and they try to keep their personalities and a lot of it is you are not supposed to be an individual when you get into it you are supposed to be another face in the crowd another foot on the ground and it takes it just strips people away of their individualism it boils them down to numbers and like um 
capital. It can, yeah, exactly. How yeah. much they can make and stuff like that. And I think they that they become it's part actually, of a transaction instead of mm-hmm. a you know their humanity is completely stripped away. One hundred percent. And like some people manage to stay themselves through it, and some people thrive in that environment. And some people require that um, the the God, what the fuck is it called? Control schedule. Uh, structure structure thank mm. you so much i couldn't fucking remember that word but they, they require today's that show structure. is brought to you by the letter s fuck me <laughs> okay. i didn't remember it either so glad uh, stina was here otherwise it would have just been dead air thank you so much but they require the structure that the military provides and they can be very helpful it teaches you how to take care of yourself feed yourself clean your house routine discipline yeah, it teaches you routine uh-huh. and, and discipline. some people need that and some people and there's do nothing need wrong that. with that by any means 100 percent, and i completely agree with that but the thing is, I am not one of those people. So, okay. So I have a question for you then before okay. we, before we get too deep into this rabbit hole, cause it's already 10 o'clock. All right. Um, you, you grew up surrounded by, you know, your family in the military, living on military bases. All my friends. Yeah. So obviously you did not go into the military. No. Why? Uh, because I watched a lot. Like I loved to people watch when I was younger and I still like to, but, um, like I would watch kids join ROTC and like, I just love to draw and create and do pretty crazy things in my arms. And I liked to be free to do whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I just watched my dad wake up early. My mom wake up. Like she used to wake up at six, get us to the, she was like raising us by herself uh, for a little bit. Same with my stepdad. I mean, my real dad, God damn it. <laughs> but um, that guy, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the, the bro dude, the dude, bro, Robert, the dude uh, with the stuff. <laughs> but, um, she would wake up at like 6 a.m., super braid her hair back, have a panic attack because one hair was out of place and she knew that she would get her ass chewed if she didn't have it in place. And then she would try and get me and my fucking, both of us little Mexican children to the fucking uh, daycare in time. And then she would have to come back. She was always late to pick us up and she was always stressed out. And she mm-hmm. like, and then I watched my stepdad. Well, cause it's a, I like, mean, at the end of the day, it's a culture of fear, right? It is. You command the respect. And, and, and you get people to do everything the way you want them to do it at the same time through fear. And I don't thrive in environments like that. I don't like being controlled and I don't Most like... people don't. Yeah, yeah, but like some people do. I did watch some people like fucking grow in that and the thing is... Sure. If my, you have to have a certain personality type to really, I suppose, excel in that And I've watched people also just completely fight it. Like stay who they are the way the whole way through it. Like uh adhere to certain actually that's something that the military taught me that was very helpful was gritting your teeth and burying it and still being yourself outside of that situation in order to get through it so you can get out of it Mm -hmm. and i watched a lot of people do that they will serve the allotted amount of time so that they can go to school and pay their bills and have a place to live and get on their feet and serve like wholeheartedly put everything into it just so that they can leave with a good record and a great like way of doing it. And that mm-hmm. is to me very, very smart. So I kept paying attention to that and that's how I keep like doing shit. And, and based on what you witnessed, how common would you say that particular scenario was? So the idea of that scenario was very common. The execution of it was less common. Sure. Like people would end up staying in a lot longer than they meant to or get kicked out pretty early for like behavior or mental issues. Uh, a couple of close friends of mine joined and they uh, they mentally couldn't handle it and they had to be medically discharged. So it kind of depends on how strong you are, I guess. 
your ability to deal with bullshit and not crumble, I guess. Your coping abilities. Coping abilities. Yeah. Thank you so much. Words are easy. <laughs> now, some funny shit. Let's end on a light note. Welcome to Words with Stina. <laughs> with your host, Stina. <laughs> She's helping out these two bumbling motherfuckers. I can't I remember know, right? shit. <laughs> But one funny what do you thing. do? I, 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 I'm a podcaster. You meant dissertation. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> well, it's, it's running on a funny note with words. Uh, so this past uh, spring, I graduated with my associates from Front Range. Right. And my very last class that... Oh, thank you. My very last class was Anatomy 2. It was a three-hour anatomy lecture. Oh, first thing God. in the morning at 7. And uh, my my instructor, and she she was lovely, but she was French. Mm-hmm. And she spoke English really well, but the way that they pronounce, like, their vowels and certain words. So she kept saying omens. And I was like, what are we dealing with, like... I mean, it's close I to Halloween, but what's going on? Are we dealing with spirits and ghouls? And then I was like, oh, she's saying hormones. Got it. I and would it was not just have gotten the hormones. So the whole I was thinking she's rest about of the almonds. semester, I was translating for everybody at my table. They're like, what she said? They're like, oh, she's talking about the kidneys and osmosis. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, I'm glad you're paying attention. <laughs> Like, it's, it's You're like someone's got to hold this this fucking thing together. <laughs> Come on, you guys! <laughs> you got to become our TA now. So you can yeah, right. Like, yeah. Just flipping the word around. No, it's not yeah, omens. It's hormones. Yeah. What she said. <laughs> I mean, and I loved the way that she taught the material. But yeah, it was that that slight little like kind of cultural learning curve there at the beginning. Was you know all of your lectures are gonna have just a slight. Um, change you know to the pronunciation of the vowels and i think that that culturally is just really interesting because you'll have some students that are like what and then others that are like that they take a second and they just continually like never give up and just keep processing yeah. and they're like oh okay i get that so that, that just, i became the the translator all semester so it was pretty it was funny. shit dog <laughs> i think you have a, a good podcast title now <laughs> the translator translating Misty. oh my god if only you were trans <laughs> <laughs> trans translating. Oh my god, that, that would be a great name for a, for a trans focused podcast. Trans squared later. Wow, that's I fantastic. Hate that. So, All right, hey, hey, Kevcat, hey, you Chris. you have a podcast. I do have a podcast. What's it called? It's called Noco Gadio. N O C O Gadio. What do we do on it? We play LGBTQIA plus artists and all kinds of fun shit. Guess what I'm doing? I draw. Did you know that? Because I did. <laughs> Every week I'm going to pick a song from my playlist and I'm going to draw something to it. And guess what? You should fucking do it too. Why do you ask? Because I'm going to pick one of those drawings and make it the cover art for one of my later episodes. So you should absolutely participate. Noko Gadio. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at KevCatIsLost, or you can follow me on TikTok at Kevlar for Cats. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> so, such natural, incredible <laughs> delivery. I felt really good about it. You're like, it was like the first time you'd ever done that. You're like Meryl fucking Streep. <laughs> <laughs> I believed it so mouth. much. Actually, that's Golden Cerulean. Glow goes to. <laughs> <laughs> it's not blue, it's actually Cerulean. Stina, what would you like to plug? Oh, psh. just go out there and be good people. I guess that's all I can really. <laughs> I don't have a podcast yet, but you know, I'm just. But I'm you're learning. working on podcasts with us, which I'm is amazing. 2020 we, is my year. I think Start we need recording. to come up with a better title for you than intern. 
the the intern. I, I think I think I officially think you're now, no. the outturn. No, <laughs> the now turn. The outturn. Uh, uh, no, I think I, I think you are now a production assistant. Ooh, oh, good, a PA. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I it's love a step that. up from intern. That feels fancy. It is. It your, does sound fancier. Your, your rate of pay remains the same. Good. Oh, good. That was, I think, my number one question. <laughs> more money, more problems. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what? I'm feeling generous. We'll double your current salary. <laughs> oh, what's zero times two? <laughs> Zero squared. That's zero squared. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Chris. Yes. Do you want to plug anything? Do you want to talk about anything yeah let's talk about stuff you can listen to uh noco fm we are primarily a a streaming radio station and podcast network um you can listen to us live 24 7 at noco.fm or you can get our free mobile app just search for noco fm in the app store or the android store um and listen to us 24 hours a day seven days a week we play commercial free music most of the day and at night we have original shows like this one and no cogadio and talk and roll and all kinds of stuff and there's finally going to be new talk and roll episodes coming soon so Look, yeah! i'm excited about that um what else uh, you can follow us obviously on social media at noco fm and if you have a great idea for something else we should be called instead of noco fm then tweet us or message us or dm us or slide into something with us um <laughs> and uh, let us know what it is and uh, tell us how we're driving. NoCo Live, we do this every Monday night at 9 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 p.m. Eastern, and it's available as a podcast the next morning as well, wherever wonderful podcasts are found. Thank you, guys. Thank you oh, for thank you. for doing this the show a, tonight. A sit down. Yeah. It's, I love this show. It's we're so sorry fun. you're sick, Charles, but we had fun. Charles, we miss you. Uh, we hope uh, you'll be back next week. Um, Rest in peace. But uh, the show will definitely, in some form, be back next week. Unless, of course, we choose to cancel it, which we do sometimes. But we're trying to get better about that. And as of today, <laughs> we have 100%. We have not missed a show this year. So I'm, I'm very happy about oh, that. Oh, really? We're starting off on well, a good note. the first Monday of the year. Oh, fuck yeah. My bad. <laughs> we did it, dog. We did it. So thank you. Good night. We love you. We'll see you next week on NoCo Live. Bye.